The Sam Chewy Aviation Business Podcast. Hello and welcome to the episode three of the Sam Chewy Aviation Podcast. As you can see, we are sitting inside a luxurious Embraer Lanage today. With me today is Mr. Halid El Hai, the board member at Secajets, and also Dimani Andibli, the regional FBO manager of Exigajets. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I am very surprised sitting here at DXB International Airport in a private jet. I thought uh, DXB is fully now only for commercials and cargo. But correct me if I'm wrong. Now I see a lot of private aviation uh, running in DXB. Absolutely. And uh, that's a perception that I think um, is, is out there, but uh, needs to be corrected. Uh, DXB has continued to operate um, as, uh, it, as it always has. Um, there's also a perception that uh, slots and uh, parking are difficult to, to get. That is not the case. Uh, you can pretty much get whatever slot you require. 40% of the traffic through Dubai currently operates through this airport. And uh, everybody who, who operates through here, including the, the owner of this aircraft, uh, believe that it's um, it's something that works very well for them. The convenience of uh, operating through DXB is uh, is pretty much unbeatable. A lot of the maintenance that goes on, uh, Bombardier, uh, Embraer, and Dassault are all based here. So um, a lot of aircraft come in here for for maintenance as well as the convenience because um, clients are pretty much ten minutes away from the heart of Dubai, and uh, for our clients, uh, time. Is, uh, is something that they, they cherish. So I learned two things from what you just told me. One is you're an authorized repairer in this region yes. for Embraer, for Dassault, for Bombardier. Right. And the second is you have an advantage now because you operate both from DXB and also from DWC. Yes. You have FBO facility in both Dubai airports. Yes. So that gives you a lot of advantage, it must be. Absolutely. And I think uh, ExecuJet's primary role is to keep uh, private within private aviation. Um, we have standalone facilities, which um, believe in terms of our concepts uh, of operations, we give private um, space to our clients so that they can come through here in privacy, uh, whether they land at DXB or DWC, um, they can be in and out of the airport as quickly as possible. So I guess I'm wrong then. I always thought uh, private aviation has all moved to Al Maktoum International Airport, DWC. It looks like there's still plenty of activity here in DXP. Yes, definitely, Sam. I mean, we, we've been here since 2005. We've taken over because the business have grown. We've taken over in 2012, the next building uh, next, to our, next to our FBO. We've converted uh, that building into an FBO uh, uh, lounge for our clients. But the one in, in Dubai airport uh, is, the, is, you know, can accommodate the people who are living on the Deira side or the downtown side of Dubai. And then the one in the Dubai World Central can accommodate the people who are living on the Palm or on Dubai Marina side where it's closer for them rather than coming here and getting, you know, probably stuck in traffic and rush hours. So we can accommodate both uh, in both airports, accommodate all our clients, you know, with, with, the, with the service that is uh, given here, of course, given in, in DWC. So they don't feel the, the difference. It's all executed uh, service. So, guys, I want to know, how is Executive doing during the pandemic? Well, it was a difficult period, I think, for, for all companies um, and uh, aviation in particular. Um, during the lockdown, of course, there were very few flights going on. 
Um, but thankfully, to the uh, to the way that uh, Dubai has handled the crisis, um, we were able to lift restrictions um, a lot sooner than a lot of other um, uh, countries within the region. So we we saw a lot of repatriation flights at the time, um, a lot of traffic coming in and out, um, and you know. Dubai, as um, as the airport that has the commercial uh, connection, meant that a lot of people were able to fly into Dubai to connect um, out, you know, to um, to their various countries. So Dubai has really been critical in uh, Dubai's recovery, and um, we are seeing this continuing through. But 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 with all the uh, things put in place by the government to 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 fight the COVID, I think uh, people. Uh, are willing to travel now they have they are feeling more safe especially in the private aviation they've seen what we're doing they've seen how the the air the lounges are sanitized the airplanes are sanitized after uh, each use so they have that safety aspect now okay they will pay a bit more to feel safe and to get that private uh, feel as well and to travel with their loved ones because you know uh, the, the country has been opened up, of course, with spe- with specific um, uh, restrictions, but th- that doesn't mean that you know we st- uh, we st- don't do anything. That our life is going back to to normal, and that's the only way of doing it. So, so I've I've noticed that a lot of people have been asking uh, queries about. Um, uh, charters uh, about new destinations about destinations where uh, you know uh, big aircrafts don't don't go uh, they, they want to take their falcons there for falconry for instance uh, so they want to uh, actually charter an aircraft so we have re- recently after the covid area the covid era we have uh, noticed that people in the region here are getting more interested in in wanting to fly private for the safety and for the private uh, privacy of it uh, some do you have a lot of clients that were coming from a regional destination, arrived in Dubai and then connect on to flying private jets, connect out of Dubai? Absolutely. At, at one point, flying private was the only way you could come in and out of Dubai. Um, when Emirates um, then started flying again uh, with limited routes, um, a lot of private jets were actually using Dubai as a hub to uh, bring people in from the region to connect to Emirates and vice versa. So uh, ExecuJet was um, very much in the in the middle of, of making these type of flights happen. And um, I think we helped to at least re- reunite a lot of families who, who have been separated for such a long time. That's very interesting to say because the COVID pandemic has changed the aviation landscape so much. You know, we all heard the sad story that commercial aviation suffered. But on the other hand, because of the lack of connectivity and lack of commercial flying, that probably has pushed a lot of clients who needed to travel on essential trips to come to private aviation. Is that right? That is correct. Um, we had a lot of um, new customers and uh, new new people flying private because at one point that was the only way. But um, I think people also started to compare the prices of flying, um, you know, first class or business, and you know, as a flying as a group, it's it's not a great deal of difference. It could actually be cheaper depending on the route. So uh, we've seen a you know a huge um, increase in in new clients coming through, and um, we're seeing that continue as the. Uh, oh, it's a matter of. Privacy. It's a matter of safety. 
So today, uh, a lot of people are willing to pay a little bit more just to be on the safe side of flying, you know, with people that they know on board rather than getting on a, on a bigger air, aircraft with, you know, 300, 400 other people. So we have definitely seen a spike in, in people asking to charter and people um, who have actually chartered uh, planes. That, you know, before the pandemic, we, ha- we, ha- we were used to specific numbers and now we have seen a lot of people asking and, and inquiring about you know, the prices of the aircraft and the destinations that the aircrafts can take them. And, you know, we do all types of, uh, of destinations regardless. Uh, and we have smaller aircraft. So as when the client comes in and asks us about, you know, price and the pandemic or so, we can give a, a price that, you know, would put him firstly on the safe side and keep that privacy aspect uh, of, of, of the whole operation going, you know. So you said you have a lot more clients during the COVID pandemic using private aviation, using the FBO facility of ExecJets in Dubai. What's the feedback like? Do they like your facility? And is your facility safe? That's the most important thing, I guess. Absolutely. Um, safety has always been um, the topmost priority for ExecuJet. And uh, we were very much on the, uh, the, f- the cutting edge of making sure that we had um, the, the equipment required, um, you know, f- to make sure that, um, you know, thermal um, cameras in, in, the, in the FBO. Um, we also invested in um, a lot of sanitary um, equipment to, to ensure that uh, we could make sure that clients coming through uh, felt safe. Um, our concept of also having private spaces within the FBO where passengers go to a particular lounge um, gave them a lot of comfort in that they could enter the FBO knowing that the, the lounge is sealed, nobody has been in there um, when they walk in so they can actually relax with their family. So this um, obviously gave a lot of confidence to, to people coming through. So as you mentioned, ExecuJet has been in Dubai for almost two decades. What are your expansion plans? And what are your ambitions in the short term, near future? So, Sam, we are building uh, in Dubai World Central. Uh, and I will uh, recall some people saying that the Taj Mahal of the aviation. Uh, Taj Mahal, Taj of, Mahal aviation. of aviation. Yes, it's going to be a very huge FBO where it oh. can accommodate almost 15 different groups of people at the same time. How many? 15, 15 different groups of people at the same time. We managed you know, to put a blueprint where it is a very private uh, facility very uh, open facility and easy access uh, to to uh, to our passengers with uh, all the highest standards uh, for our clients so sounds like this is going to be your signature fbo out of all the fbo's you've got that's going to be the signature uh, fbo uh, of executive and it's going to be imitated by a lot of different people in the region uh, because of how uh, uh, huge and wonderful the building is going to be our facility will be ready in 11 months time I invite you over to uh, to come and see it. I think you'd be very impressed with what you see. And uh, I'll be happy to uh, join you to have a cigar together. Looking forward to visit, like you said, the most luxurious ExecJet FBO in the world. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, gentlemen. And thank you for inviting me thank you. to see the private aviation at Dubai International DXP. And now moving on is the market updates and personal update from me. I picked up the most interesting and impactful aviation stories from the last month to share with you. Don't miss that. Good morning. Welcome on board the Embraer Lineage 1000, managed by ExecuJet Middle East and owned by the Alhabtur Group. Mr. Khalaf Alhabtur is the founding chairman of the Alhabtur Group, 
and he chooses to use Dubai International as his airport of choice due to the ease of travel. The commercial aircraft market has recently witnessed some surprising stories in the recent weeks. At least two well-known airline executives has departed from their role. Alex Cruz has stepped down from the British Airways CEO as part of major reshuffle at the international airline group IAG. He was replaced by the Aer Lingus CEO Sean Doyle as the new BA boss. In the Gulf region, Stephen Pichler, who was the CEO of Royal Jordanian, has announced his retirement. Despite his track record turning around a few failing airlines, such as Thomas Cook, Virgin Australia, Fiji Airways, Jazeera Airways, and now the Defund Air Berlin, Stefan Pischler has been credited as a leading force to turn around Jordanian's flag carrier, Royal Jordanian. But now moving on to the next topic, we'll talk about the risk of contracting COVID-19 exposure around on board the airplane. United Airlines said the risk of COVID-19 exposure inside a plane is virtually non-existent after their new study found when masks were worn inside an airplane, only a 0.003% chance a particle from a passenger can enter the passenger breathing space who is sitting beside them. That study was conducted together with the Department of Defense in partnership with United. More than 300 aerosol release simulating a passenger infected with COVID-19 were performed over eight days on United 767 and 777 Twin Isle engine aircraft. Last week, IATA has came out with some impressive figure. So far, there's only been 44 confirmed cases that has been reported in which transmission is thought to have been related or associated with a flight journey. That is out of 1.2 billion passenger journeys in 2020 taken, only 44 cases. So they're saying the chances are smaller than having a risk of tsunami on board an airplane to have COVID. Air travel, however, is still down about 70% compared to last year. But there has been an uptick in the domestic U.S. travel. Now over a million passenger has finally traveled through U.S. airport, which has been the highest number since March. Coming back to the business aviation, the business aviation market has been particularly colorful recently. Organizer of the MIBA show, which is the Middle East and North Africa Business Aviation Association, has announced the event will be postponed until February 2021 due to the concerns around COVID. The show will now be held from 22 February to 24 February instead of in December 2020. Meanwhile, Airbus corporate jet has launched a new private jet based on an A220 aircraft design, creating a whole new private jet market segment. The 220 business jet is based on Airbus A220 and features a cabin that has improved connectivity, a Wi-Fi system, and LED lighting with up to 15 hours of range of flying. And now let me share with you my recent updates and whereabouts. Just imagine having a private 767 BBJ all to yourself without sharing. And I was the first passenger to just doing that in Switzerland recently. I have the good fortune of flying on a Comlux 767 BBJ Sky Lady, which just came out of a major refurbishment. It has a lots of Super 2020 luxury and technology on board, including ionization technology, which doesn't require you to wear a mask inside a plane because it purifies the air and removes all the pathogens. The airplane also came with a lot of super fast connectivity with 2KU fastband internet, which I actually enjoyed a few FaceTime calls 
on the plane. And of course, at the end, it is all about your comfort and luxury in such a large private jet. Well, also last month, I have successfully launched my fourth book, which is called the Air 747, which you have seen here. And this is a book about all about 747, which is a favorite airplane of mine. Um, you know, my journey in aviation has grown up with this airplane. I personally associate this airplane and have flown over 350 times on 747. And there's 22 unique chapters of my 747 journey in this book. Well, thank you very much again to listening to this podcast. If you like it, feel free to share and subscribe. I'll be back again next month with episode number four of the Sam Tree Aviation Business Podcast. Until then, safe journey. The Sam Chewy Aviation Business Podcast.